Hi. <laughs> That's television presenter come host of SBS's The Feed, <laughs> Jan Fran. That is the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. Oh, get ready. <laughs> yeah. There's more. There's more. Um, we're not going to say a whole lot of nice things because I picked a genuinely horrible cult. Possibly the worst I think cult leader. Top five. And it's one of those cults where I think things like the fact that they're hugely racist is kind of the least of their problems and it's barely even mentioned. Thoroughly so. <sighs> Who is it? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> going to be looking at the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints starring Prophet and... Asshole. Perfect. <laughs> Warren Jeffs. There's often, like the fact that um, L. Ron Hubbard's first name is Lafayette, which I keep mentioning, and uh, that David Koresh's real name is Vernon. Unacceptable. I don't know about Warren as a, as a great harbinger of achievement. You know, I've always thought to myself that if I was going to become a notorious cult leader, I would just go for a very basic name. Like? Like John Smith. Really basic, really yeah. innocuous. John Smith. I think I'd use it to finally call myself Misha. <laughs> I just want something kind of Eastern European and exotic. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you're like from. Anastasia Fedkofalina now. <laughs> So the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is going to be FLDS from now on, they're based on general Mormonism, which is the non-fundamentalist. <laughs> they have quite a few things in common, but I just want to tell the origin story of Mormons in yeah. general because I love it. Joseph Smith, the founder of Jesus um, he, in a nutshell... He heard from an angel one day who told him where to find some golden plates that had basically the answers to everything. And and this was all relatively recent as well. Yes. Like, it was... Thanks for thanks for saying that because <laughs> I made a decision yesterday. Should I... Do I need to say the date? No, didn't write it down. But yes, yeah, so well, it was yeah, relatively do now. recently. <laughs> yeah. um, and the angel said... Uh, dig up these golden plates out of the ground and he couldn't so he kept coming back every year because uh, those seemed like completely reasonable instructions he dug these plates up and they were in a mysterious Egyptian script and he translated them using a seer stone um, wait S-E-E-R is that seer or seer I'd say it's seer like the di- yeah seer but who am I not seer as in doesn't show a face, has a bob, yeah. and gets a dance. I was like, that's it. interesting. That's very pop culture in 2010. Yeah. He interpreted the golden plates by just listening to albums. Um, yeah. So he put the seer stone in the bottom of a hat and then placed the hat over his face to view the words written within the stone. This is how he interpreted the golden plates. So it's on a par with the world's finest religions so far. Yep. Checks out. Uh then apparently showed the golden plates with the Egyptian script to a bunch of his mates who will testify in court to say, yes, they saw the plates. But the angel wanted the plates back. So the angel took the plates back and fucked off. So, sorry, you can't actually see the plates. 
But here's what they said. Oh, but only so only he saw the plates and was like, no, trust me, guys, I have seen these plates. Yeah, he the angel them, wouldn't. Yeah. The, he, uh, not up to me. No, he to showed you. them briefly to some mates. Oh, okay. They but got then a was like, no, I, I only I know what they say because I put a rock in a hat. Okay. Um, so far we're doing we're doing quite well for a world's major religion. Yeah, no, that's that's, it. that's how that's most how start. it started. Yeah, that's it. Right on. Um, they've got some things in common. The fundamentalists and and the original Mormons have some things in common, mm. but one of those things stopped in eighteen ninety. Do you know what it was? Like a uh, heaps of polygamy, lots of polygamy, That's polygamy. I'm gonna go polygamy. Yeah, I think lots of polygamy is it's like just being polygamy. a bit pregnant. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's either polygamy or no polygamy. That's so right. I'm gonna go polygamy. Yes. Okay. Great. Mormons back then, at whatever date it was just love getting married they loved a wedding i mean who doesn't oh yeah um children so i'm doing the sign of the cross you can't see me right now i i i always draw back to my catholic roots every time i feel like i'm i'm deeply uncomfortable or that i've said something really terrible i always just do the sign of the cross in case there's a god i don't want to get stuck out you know oh sure but also i think the the less we use the word roots the better probably so i'm going to do a rundown on what mormonism and flds have in common and then we'll stop being boring and we'll start being interesting great um but these things that are both totally legitimate religions and not cults at all uh they believe that the church leader is a prophet that gets whispered to by jesus um and warren totally warren jeff's totally thought that that was happening he still does yes well, I mean, I, I'll just say something very, very quickly on that. Like, I think oh, say it slowly, that, that like. sounds absolutely insane. But also, <laughs> like, Catholicism is also insane. Like, we believe that. I mean, I grew up believing that, you know, that Jesus, that God impregnated a 16-year-old virgin. And I, in, in, in retrospect, I don't, I don't think he did. But, but yeah, <laughs> in retrospect, also, it's a bit off. Oh, it's, yeah, a couple of, I have a couple of questions. There's a hierarchical structure with bishops and... Uh, you know the high people the followers and then chicks women no power in the mormon world um there's tithing so everyone has to put in money and extreme sexual purity so you only fuck your husband but only if it's the one that's been chosen for you and uh no homo and no sex before marriage which is lucky because people barely had time to have sex before marriage in the flds there was because they were one yeah well now you're exaggerating well i am exaggerating yes but they weren't much older than one they They were like 11 which yeah is not that much older than one really now that we look back at it and it's also just in case there's any doubt and there is none um gross and highly illegal and don't no don't do that that's gonna be okay it is gonna be a theme of this don't don't do that all right i i just want to make one thing kind of a little bit clear before we proceed yes um this is an extraordinarily horrible cult and it's it feels weird for me to say that because i feel like all cults are quite horrible like if you look at if you look at the manson family right like if you look at the manson family they were pretty horrible. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, this stabbing style bad. Correct. Yeah. Um, 
And and so it feels really weird to kind of compare the horribility of cults. But I think this one in particular, because the people were just, the, the victims were so vulnerable, they were kids. Yeah. And they were really preyed upon by this very calculating, very manipulative dude. And that's the reality. So if we're going to kind of talk about that, it's going to come up. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's, it's a very kind of sensitive issue. And I just, I want all of y'all listening to kind of know. Definitely. That, um, you know, I'm kind of like having difficulty in like, how do I talk about this kind of jovially and conversationally when it's just so fucking heinous? Absolutely. And that's the thing. This will, for um, anyone that's not having a great time, Maybe not today because this will start by saying Warren Jeffs, the leader of this cult, is in prison for life for child rape and, yeah, sexual assault of minors. It's not a fun time. He's an extremely bad dude. And I feel like one of the ways that we deal with that is I want to give him as much shit as possible and I want to ridicule the fundamental beliefs he had to get him to that point yeah. and the way that he used his power to get what he wanted, like a little pathetic child. Yeah. Am and I, I think that's sometimes how, the best way to kind of take the wind yeah. out of someone's sails is to just like... Point. Ridicule them. Yeah, it's exactly that. And that's one of the things... You can't, you can't have fun with cults like this, but you get a bit of power back by saying that the leaders are dicks. A dickhead. What a dickhead, though. <laughs> Holy dickhead shit. Like, it's like the diplomatic version, but yeah. Um, and I like this one as well. We get to give a bit of shtick to a lot of really of fundamental religions um, and the way yeah. they treat women um, and the way they use power. There's an idea that you're sealed for life to your partner, unless Warren Jeffs decided, decides you're no longer married but including in the afterlife. So you not only have to stay married to the same person for your entire life, you also stay married to them for eternity, which is why you should really oh teach God. them how to correctly pack a dishwasher now. <laughs> what is the point of eternity if it's not like fully different from what your life is now? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> what is like, what am I doing here? I'm only doing it so that it's like better then right like if it's just gonna be the same i'm checking out it's like you know do good things now because you'll be rewarded in the afterlife (laughs) and then you get to the afterlife and they go surprise it's exactly the same (laughs) oh Oh my god we've got Uh, nothing to look forward to this is it's only gonna get more depressing (laughs) from here uh okay so there's no alcohol coffee tea tobacco and there's occasional i think fortnightly fasting okay one who would join and two nobody joins fair enough you get born into this cult because babies pop with an alarming frequency so blighty blighty blah there's a lot of a lot of mormons in the utah area especially i looked up whether the band the british band utah saints named them named themselves after the mormons because Utah loves a Mormon. And? No. 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 But ironically, they they got the Utah bit from the last line in the movie Raising Arizona. I've never seen it. Which, it's Nicolas Cage though. I know. You're legally required 
by the age of 35 so you have know. you know you have a short time I was time a huge fan of Con Air I'm not gonna lie uh, mind you I haven't seen that oh what I know or, or the second oh. Wicker Man honey you, I know no. can I just say do not throw stones <laughs> when you live in a glass maybe house maybe I'll be okay? rewarded with Con Air in the afterlife inshallah exactly as they the say mm. yeah and the place that most of the FLDS hang out are these twin towns on the border of Arizona and Utah. Yeah. Boom. Called, what, Stony Creek? Short Creek. Short Creek. Short Creek. Yep. Um, which is great if you are actually practicing illegal polygamy because you get to just toddle over state lines yeah. whenever you're investigating. Yeah, you're just like, what? This is illegal in it's Utah? Really well, clever. guess what? I'm those, from Arizona, binge. Those polygamists are wily mm. and great at avoiding prosecution for a little while. So I think that there's a split at some point. So the polygamy mm. was the big kind of um, deciding factor. I'm so in, glad you didn't say draw card. No. Mm. The big deciding factor in the FLDS kind of splitting from the, I guess we call it the regular Mormon yeah. church. I'm not the sure. Regs. The regs. The yeah. reg moms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Utah in 1890, I think. Yes, 1890, Utah wanted to become a state and That's people correct. were like, mm, maybe stop with the marrying heaps of chicks. So Yeah, just do one. Yeah. Yep. Pick one. And they picked becoming a state. So polygamy was outlawed. So... But th- but these guys were like, well, no, we're just sticking to the original script, and hence the massive divide in, in yes. the Mormon Church. And there are there are Mormons today who would look, um, uh, I don't know if I would say down. You know what? I would say down. They would look down at Warren Jeffs and the FLDS for one hundred percent, one thousand percent. Yeah, but you know, don't auction one percent. <laughs> I don't know i can't speak on behalf of mormons but well, i'm imagine... in trouble for conair can, can i just not stick with 100 and be fine yeah i think that that there are i mean the the general kind of mormon consensus is that the flds is very different to the regular mormon mormonism yes. that say is lampooned in the book of mormon which is my only For foray into mormonism it's my only foray into musicals there you go well no also little shop of horrors and come on sound of music sound of music obviously they settled there's a few fundamental outposts there's short creek which is colorado city in arizona and hilldale utah i hope i have i have those the right way around there's a place and i love this place name a place called bountiful in british columbia in canada Mm -hmm. and there's some south dakota shop shit Mm -hmm. um but by far the largest bunch of flds people is in short creek i think there's about eight thousand out of around ten, 10 yeah take me to your compound and just like your standard boring cult compound there's walls there's no internet or books so you keep the world out uh, the outside world outside with both architecture and well, here's rules. the funny thing. From what I know about the FLDS and the research that I did. Mm. Um, Thank you so much. So. You're, you're yeah. so welcome. But Warren Jeffs, kind of the, the more he took power, 
the more he started getting rid of things like books. Yes. So actually prior to him, there was a school. He was the principal at the school. There were books Doesn't available at the school. Doesn't he look like a school principal? He looks like a nice man. I mean, I don't no, want to be on record oh. saying that, but he just looks like a regular dude. You know what I mean? Like if you just saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, oh, that's just like, a I, normal man. I get no. I, I was sort of like he's not wearing a trench he, coat and like looking sus. You know what I mean? No, but he looks like a school principal in that he kind of looks like a wrung out wet ex. Right. He's kind of just a little bit. <laughs> he's kind of drained of all personality sure. and stuff. Yeah. Um. But that's okay. This yeah. is all about yeah. differing opinions. So they're in Short Creek. They've built this establishment. Yep. Yeah, and they're and so they because they want to still marry heaps of ladies. Um, and just for, we're going to need this a bit later, but I looked into the age of consent for both Utah and Arizona. So in Utah, the age of consent is 18 uh, for both. But if you're 16 or 17, then you it's okay as long as uh, you're within seven years of each other's age. Yeah. Uh, but in Arizona, 18. There's no Romeo and Juliet laws, which is, I don't know if that's, people call that, if you're younger than the age of consent, but you can see someone almost your own age, they call that Romeo and Juliet laws. And I don't know if that's as romantic as they want to make it sound. Yeah. Because everyone dies. I did a story about child marriage in the US actually not that long ago. And the funny thing that I, that even I was super surprised by was how um, legal child marriage was in almost every US state. I actually think it's Delaware that's been the first state um, to the US listeners, please feel free to uh, fact check this. But, yeah. I, but I think I'm, I'm, I Zella may be correct. at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, that Delaware may be the, sort of the, the first state to unequivocally ban child marriage. So in other states, you can, it's technically illegal, but you can oh, get parental, parental permission. That's right. You can, or you can get the permission of a judge um, <gasps> if you are under the age of 18 and you, you want to marry. There's still that possibility. <sighs> there may be other states that have also 100% outlawed it, but there's more states than you think yeah. that actually allow for that loophole of parental consent and judges' um, and rulings. That's one of the just horrible things about this as well, once we get into it. A lot of parents, because they believed and also they were afraid of uh, being excommunicated, they would just offer up their children to mm. the older members of the FLDS. It was an honour to have their children married to these old men. Mm. It's completely fucking sickening. Mm. Uh, so let's talk about it more. Because these two towns are almost all FLDS members, then they have their own police force, they're the mayor, like FLDS members are the mayors and they own all the businesses. And if you've been expelled from the FLDS, which becomes increasingly easy under Warren Jeffs, then you can't really visit the shops or yeah, you're just excluded work in from the town. The, yeah, you're excluded from the community. Yeah, can't entirely. see your family. But even now, even now Warren Jeffs is in jail, but he's still pretty much running the cult. There's such a division between the cult members and the ex-members in the town that some people, church members, to use the businesses, they have to call ahead and use a password. 
So, yeah, so I want to get some groceries. So you ring the number of the owner and you're given a password. So you turn up at the front door at the allocated time, throw them the password, which is probably Laura of Sarah or how old are you? And that's horrible. And they let you into the shop. So they only let FLDS members into their place of business with a password. That's been the practice in the past. Yes. It's ridiculous. What a way to live. Can but I how difficult it? is it to leave is the other thing. You what know, like, you... isn't that just a thing that's built around this cult that just prevents you from leaving? Yes. Some, I mean, some cults make it difficult psychologically. This makes it difficult psychologically, geographically and practically. Yeah. Like just getting a bottle of milk. Yeah. You just want to be a church member. Can you imagine? I'm just like, I, look, guys, I just, I just want the carton. Hey, like I've got some cereal yeah. I'm eating this morning. I don't want no trouble. Maybe that's why it makes it. Do you have skim milk? If you say, don't, doesn't matter. I'll take the full cream. It doesn't matter. I'll take soy. At least I don't none care. of the you know, none of the shops are selling tobacco or alcohol, so it's not like you're just going. Oh, I'm just going to go and get a case. I need a password and I need to call. No. Yeah. No. So Warren Jeffs, he grew up in Salt Lake City, so not that far, and his parents were pretty sure he was the chosen one. Um, his dad, is it Rulon? Rulon. Hmm. Rule on. Rule on. Mm. Well, he didn't rule on because he died eventually. But he was the prophet, which is basically the CEO of Mormons. Um, Mm -hmm. He got a bit doddery in his old age. Didn't die till 92. And then when he did die, Warren just went, he called a bit of a meeting and he said, P.S. My dad died, but he's reincarnated as me. So I'm marrying some of his wives. And everyone just went, yep. Yep. Fine. So so Jeff's senior died. Jeff's junior said, I'm now him. Married some of his wives, some of whom were younger than him. So some of his dad's wives were younger than him. Mm-hmm. Because when you die or are excommunicated in the FLDS, your wives and children are just redistributed to others. It's... uh, It's the word of God, probably. Well, then God needs to take a good hard look at himself. The Bible I had when I was growing up, because I was sort of loosely... Just... My whole suburb was just loosely given a nod to Christianity. Mm -hmm. And in the Good News Bible that I read, because I had to read cover to cover to make sure I knew what was going on. Uh, God was represented by a scribble in the sky. Just a scribble. The artist just went, I don't know. What and Bible were you reading? It was the... It was... <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, this isn't a Bible. It's Look, just the very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> the 80s were a weird time. <laughs> Maybe... <gasps> start a cult based on the very hungry caterpillar. Would join. So we are jumping forward, but... We might as well because it's all about Warren. Yeah. Um, he held a meeting shortly after he came to power with everyone. And I noticed in the research that there are certain features to a, um, an FLDS compound. And one of them is a meeting house, but it's all one word. Meeting the, house. Meeting house. Meeting house. It's like, it's like Eastern Europe and blue jeans. Anyway, he called a meeting and said, okay, this is no, this is not a democratic thing. This is a theocracy and I'm the boss. And he, on the spot, told 21 members, including the mayor at the time, that they were out. 
Right. And so I want to talk about what happens. Okay, that I didn't know. Yeah. That, when you're so yeah. he just got out all the troublemakers so that he could be it's like an even worse boss. episode of The Apprentice <laughs> <laughs> with an even more tyrannical leader. Wow, the worst episode of The Apprentice is a, an interesting statement, isn't it? It is an interesting statement. Yeah, I think what we're is... pretty much living the worst episode of The Apprentice oh, right now. Yeah, I think I think life is yeah. the worst episode of The oh. Apprentice. We're in it. We're in it. <laughs> we're in it. Yeah, and we can't get fired. Yeah. So I want to. I do want to talk about what happens when you're out. You can get excommunicated for any number of reasons. But it's mostly blokes that do, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them become the lost boys. One of the beliefs of the FLDS is that, and Warren Jeffs in particular, is that you need a minimum of three wives to get into heaven. So to achieve salvation, marry at least three women. But there's no upper limit. You can marry as many people as you like, as long as it's more than three. Which means that there's... Whichever way you put it, there's either a, a shortage of women or a surplus of blokes. Mm. So guys get ex- excommunicated, particularly young, virile ones that the wives are likely to prefer than, oh, I don't know, men in their late 50s. They are getting excommunicated for tiny, tiny little offences. So essentially, Warren Jeffs takes... Well, this is kind of when he's like taken power to mm. a quite considerable level so he's he's the boss now his dad rule on who we established did not in did fact, not rule on <laughs> no um he's long dead warren jeffs is the leader and i think he kind of determines at this point that they want to create this sort of pure race of people this gets this is fucking some weird ass shit man it really is and there's no way to discuss it without Later mentioning The Handmaid's Tale. No, maybe it is The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know. But so Warren Jeffs decides that, and again, this is like a while into his reign or rule, I suppose, whatever yeah. you want to prophecy. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, that they want to create a pure race and that there's a chosen set of, I think the term is seed bearers. Seed bearers. Which is the worst official title that you could He's ever have. He's talking about jizz. He's literally talking about jizz. Yes. It's jizz. It's, it's, it's so it's basically dudes with correct jizz, right? <laughs> At correct, your jizz is correct, Warren wants you. And Can I just say that might be an early winner for a fictional t-shirt, fictional merch? Correct jizz <laughs> is the t-shirt so far. All right, correct jizz. Yeah. All right, that's, that's good. Hey, if we don't get any better, I'm happy with that. Yeah, same. Um, but he basically says, um, you're the chosen, the chosen men or the chosen seed bearers. You're like the elite guys, and I want you to sort of. As pro- far as jizz goes, you're the shiz. Your jizz is the shiz. <laughs> That's the t-shirt. That's the t-shirt. He stood up on a pulpit and went, "Guys, your jizz is the shiz. <laughs> we want your jizz, and I'm gonna basically pick the women that you're to breed with." But the problem <sighs> was that he would give. Women, so they were, they were already married, mm. right? And he would take the women from their husbands who were like, oh, this is weird, but I can't say anything because mm. I'm in this cult now. So he'd take the women and he would give the women to these other men that were known as seed bearers. 
Special jizz. No, no, the jizz. The shiz jizz. The men with the shiz jizz. Special jizz forces. The special jizz forces. He would give these women to, and just like, just like pawns, just like take them from here. I don't know if we want to use the word pawn. And no, let's not. Yeah. Just like, you know. Puppets. Yeah. Well, just like people who essentially meant nothing and whose lives you could play with. Like mm. that's, that's effectively what it was. It's like, you're out. Your wives are now part of the jizz police. Correct. Yep. You're out, your wife's with this guy, and he said to the wife, you're now with this guy, and this guy is literally going to fuck you and impregnate you. And you know what? This is the, the, the worst bit of it, is that, oh, your husband can watch. That's it, yeah. And, and be there and take part. So in a nutshell, you are no longer married. Your wife is now going to be fucked by this guy, and you have to watch. Yeah. And you're sort of, you're part of that whole fucked up thing so this is when we like talk about the handmaid's tale yeah which is like insane and i have stopped watching it because it gives me actual anxiety i can't stop watching it oh i can't watch it but like i said i'm dead inside yes yes i still have some flicker of light but <laughs> so that's why i'm like i can't actually watch this handmaid's tale but the reality of the flds was so handmaid's tale-ish that you had these so-called seed bearers having sex with these women who were actually married to these men so you had a situation where it was almost like a ceremony. Because I think they're even holding the hands of their husband at the time and there's a sheet or a hood situation. So it's so handmaid's tale. It's oh not funny. God. And incredibly, these people think that homosexuality is wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> is not fucking someone that isn't your husband with a hood on not... I, if, yeah, like if, you, if the alarm bells don't go off there. If you're okay with that, then I say in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. Surely everything is okay. Yeah. Uh, with consent, everyone, with consent, which there isn't always in this place. Which, okay. That's right, yeah. That's that's the other thing. It's like, was there was there consent? I mean, how much can you consent when you know that being isolated is going to leave you alone and with nothing and i mean there's choice in a bubble right yeah because that's the thing if you are excommunicated as more men than women were but women were as well you lose contact with your entire family correct you don't have a driver's license you haven't read a book you don't have access to the internet you don't know anyone on the outside you're fucked exactly so there is actually now a an organization called i want to say holding out hope and i'll correct that lady if i have to but these are ex-members that now help recently left people and since warren jeffs has been in jail lots of people have left to just adjust to the outside yeah, world to like reintegrate into it that's in the handmaid's tale as well what? i'm not up to that because i'm still watching because i'm I anxious am... i want to talk about the marriage as well so there's two kinds of marriage that they believe in, the FLDS. There's plural marriage, which is, of course, the whole minimum of three, go up to as many as you like, and placement marriage, where the prophet actually picks who marries who. And he can just change that at any time. Warren Jeffs himself had, it varies depending on what you read, but I'm going with 81 wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think over 130 children or something, which is just ridiculous. But when I was thinking, okay, he's got 81 wives and he had this massive house built for himself because you want to live either with or in close proximity to your wives. And I just thought, what if their periods synced up? 
Mm-hmm. As is want to happen yeah. when women hang around together for extended periods of time. Yes. So either you've got, even if they didn't sync up, you're still having, if you subtract however, of your, however many of your wives are pregnant at the time, most of them are getting their period once a month. That's how it happens. So I did some tampon maths. Okay. Great. So if you've got 81 women and let's say four tampons a day when they have their period for maybe four days-ish, give or take, that's 1,296 tampons every month. And if they all sync up, that's in a week. I told, I told my sister. insane. I was so proud of myself having done the maths that I called my sister and told her about this tampon maths. And she was in, so incredulous that in a very high-pitched voice, she said, you'd need a tampon barn on the property. Because you would. And I told, I told another friend of mine that's currently studying finance and financial planning. And he was like, here's what I would do if I was a tampon company. And he came up with this whole oh. business plan <laughs> with a, for a really niche market. <laughs> You'd just be like the on-road tampon salesman for like the Jeff's compound. That's right. right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine just like you're just a door-to-door salesman, whatever, you're just doing the street. And you would you, – you'd just be guaranteed a yeah. certain – You knock on the door and you're like, how, I'm sorry, how many, how many women live here? You're the only person in Short Creek that doesn't want people to get pregnant. Literally. Yeah. It's the tampon sal- It's the local tampon salesman. Anyway, I was really, really pleased to have a reason to do maths. What are some of their other beliefs? Um, women are just 100% subordinate. Chicks, no power. Um, yeah, I was watching an interview with um, one of Warren Jeff's daughters. Um, and this was just like relatively recently after all this shit went down and she escaped. And she was saying that one of the main things that women were taught was to act sweet that was oh there was some saying that was sweet yeah. overall or something like that i think I'm, I'm pretty sure it was act sweet or something sweet yeah but the whole the overarching point of it was that you know as a woman you had to be sweet you had to have sweet thoughts like it's not like it's not like you just had to act it it's like you had to be it you had to think sweet so you couldn't even think horrible thoughts. and it's that whole serenity like women seen not heard and exactly there's one of the beliefs that is barely touched upon like the racism because there's so much other stuff going on that bizarrely extreme racism and trying to predict the end of the world are kind of in this world they're kind of secondary Jeff's kind of gives a nod to predicting the end of the world and he did think that it would end at the dawn of the new, the new millennium. Uh, new Year's Eve, 99, 2000, he selected a few families to go out into a field called Berry Knoll. Have you ever heard of anything quite so <laughs> out in the sticks? I have not. Took them out to a field in 99 to be lifted up, as he said, as the pestilence and plague rolled forth upon the land. Oh my god, I love the I love picturing like the utter disappointment yes. that you would feel at exactly like twelve oh one AM on the first of January two thousand. You'd just be like, Oh, oh yeah. we don't even get the millennium yeah. bug and now we're also not like lifted up while pestilence rolls across. Yeah. But 
I think he made some lame excuse like, oh, I forgot that God's clock is nine years different to ours. Right, right. And yeah, he, that's right. really common in cults. But at the same time, he just – you don't have much of a choice whether to be in this cult. So he doesn't have to use the apocalypse to get followers. Quite often cult leaders will use this impending end of the world to get followers because you need to be with us to be saved and you'll be fine. And to Everyone keep them hanging on die. and, you know, it's coming, yeah. it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And yeah. I mean, obviously it hasn't but come yet. born into this. I think it's why he only sort of dabbled in that because he wanted to maintain his godlike image. Yeah. The Lord speaks right. to me. So it's he, almost like he didn't have to. He just did that as a side hustle. Yeah. He's like, I got my main hustle. Yeah. You're already born into this. Oh, let's try dabbling with like end of the world shit. Oh, it didn't work. We're cool. That's right. I'm mostly about semen, but I will play a little bit with the end of humanity as yeah. we know it. Yeah. Oh, that that, that really was Warren yeah. Jeffs yeah. in that show. What a dude. The thing is, he spoke that sort of, you know, pestilence and plagues. It's quite old school, but him, I've listened to him speaking quite a bit now. Mm. And it is very boring he's monotone and he also what so he's not even a charismatic speaker you know because that's usually what cult leaders have right like they're just batshit but they're very charismatic so people like whatever he seems like a charismatic dude i'll follow him but this guy no no because when you're the only leader anyone has ever known and you've spent your entire life in utah you don't need to be charismatic right it's a captive audience yeah you're not marketing to anyone. That but he sense. also really, really uses a lot of biblical language, including in his court case, which we'll get to, which would have been hilarious. Apparently, God tells Warren Jeffs when a woman is ready for marriage. I'm sure he does. And this is the bad shit. Sometimes that's at about 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the youngest I'd read of a wife at about 12, but... There's lots and lots of 14, 15, 16-year-old wives and I believe that one of Warren Jeff's wives had a baby at age 14 or 15. Oh, Jesus. So when he was tried, there was genetic genetic testing of the child. There was this whole underground channel by which people were funneled not only between Arizona and Utah, which is easy. Canada. Yeah. Um, And a bit in South Dakota. And then when Warren Jeffs had a new compound called Ick, uh, the Yearning for Zion, built in um, just near El Dorado, El Dorado, I've heard both, in Texas, child brides and their children would just be whisked off to wherever the heat was the least. Yeah. Because they became really, really good at avoiding the law. Because that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, Warren Jeffs is in prison, but there was this whole system that was operating around Warren Jeffs to actually make that a thing. He could not have done it without, you know, other people being complicit in that horrible cycle. Completely complicit. And there's this this horrible sort of story that, and there's pictures of this on the internet as well, which of course there is because it's the internet. Mm. But he had this, you know, temple in the yearning for Zion. Are you about to talk about the bed? I'm about to talk about the bed. The bed is... I'm about to talk about the bed. Insane. And 
sickening. There are pictures. It's actually disgusting. I might put one on the Facebook page and that's not for sensationalism. It's just because it is quite astounding that it even exists. But what is the what is more astounding about it and you know this is aside from what it was used for and I'm sure that we'll unfortunately have to get into that. Yeah. But you know like who who built that bed? Who transported that bed? Who called the furniture people to make that bed? Who built that bed? Yes. Who bought, bought the sheets and put the sheets over that bed? I mean there were like a hundred people involved in the process of this bed actually existing the way that it did. So there were so many people complicit in all of this. And when you draw further back, you just sort of go, this entire set of rules and this bed and the temple that the bed is in, gross. And all of these buildings designed to hold many people, this is all because a bunch of people said we want to marry more than one woman. A hundred percent. That, like, it's, it's it, purely because of polygamy, and that is the entire reason this happened. Well, I think it was just like it. I mean, it was male entitlement. I mean, I, I don't know how else to kind of like yeah. say that, but it was like bullshit. Like, I'm thinking purely with my dick, and the funny thing is. Like when you look at like, and, and not every single cult is like this, but there is such a high degree of cults. Like if you look at Charlie Manson yep. and you look at David Koresh and you look at FLDF, it's like these dudes who were like, oh yeah, I'm the divine and I've heard divine word from God and God happens to be telling me to fuck whoever I want. Yeah. And it's like, really? God, God said that, did he? But that's the thing, you know, I am absolutely, we were having a pre-record conversation. I absolutely make decisions driven by my own genitals on multiple occasions but i'm not intentionally hiding illegal activity based on what my genitals tell you well and tell me it's that thing of like can you hear them i'm so sorry if you can (laughs) but it's like that thing of like you have you had a special bed built in a secret compartment of a temple that you built like you knew by people by but you knew this shit wasn't cool you knew that what you were doing was something that you did not want the vast majority of people to see so you you know you elicited a small group of people to help you you knew that what you were doing was very highly questionable and here's the thing i think i think they they know they're not they're fooling everyone but they're not fooling themselves can i just say to cult leaders and barnaby joyce Stop making work decisions based on what your dick wants. It's out. We've said it. We've said it. Finally. Can you not make a decision based on your dick? Well, just not a work decision. Just not a work decision. No. No. Or a legal decision. Yeah. Good. Oh, that's a relief. But the just the last bit on the bed. So he testified in court, and there were also some journal um entries of his so he wrote all of this down is the he other thing he wrote so much stuff down and made sound recordings he made sound which record. we will get to but a gross um so jeff's 
his instructions for making this bed, which he wrote down, he wanted it sturdy so it wouldn't rattle because, you know, I'm just, I'm sick of my bed rattling. Disgusting. So disgusting. He wanted to have padded sides. And this is a quote that could hold him in place as the Lord does his work with me. I don't... I, I don't I don't even know what to comment on that. But because... I think if God's watching you have sex, then he's <laughs> gonna protect you from falling off. Like I think if, if you, you think God's watching you have sex, you're not doing thing. sex if right. If you're willingly having God in the room having sex with you or at least watching, then I think just have a little bit of faith in him to stop you falling <laughs> off the bed. Or ask him to leave. Just don't fall <laughs> off the bed. <laughs> Oh, I'm so angry. Um, he also asked uh, that it had a plastic cover to protect the mattress from what will happen on it, unquote. I'm just, I'm so disgusted with Warren Jeffs. I'm disgusted with him and anyone else that had anything to do with the building of that, of yep. which there were like, you know, no doubt tens of people. Admittedly, he'd, he'd made a, an environment where if you said no to him, you might never see your family again. Sure. So I think... Build a bed, but maybe give it one, I reckon one creaky spring <laughs> just to shit him. Just that's your little rebellion. You get to see your family, but you get to irritate Warren Jeffs. But here's the thing. It's like Warren Jeffs did marry a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. But it was the father of the 12-year-old girl that who presided. offered her. Exactly. It was the father of the 12-year-old girl who presided yes! over the ceremony. He married her. Oh, my God. As in married yeah. yeah, it's yes. like the father of the 12-year-old girl married her to Warren, married Warren and her. And it's like, well, you're just as complicit in all of this as well, sir. Uh, are you in jail? Why are you not in jail? I would love there to be a good religion that nobody ever uses to do bad shit. That's fictional. There's got to be one. There must be one. I thought Buddhism was it, but then I was like, oh, that's stuff in Myanmar. Southern Poverty Law Centre, and I've mentioned them before in a couple of episodes because they do amazing work with protecting the rights of mostly African-Americans. And they've added the FLDS to its hate group listing because they are racist. But they've Warren Jeffs has said, the black race is the people through which the devil has always been able to bring evil unto the earth. So a man that had terrified followers built him a bed for consummating his marriage to children said that black people are evil. Yeah, I don't think that we should be listening to that man. I just quietly I agree. <laughs> like I think like yeah, you know what Warren, like you have literally made your bed, sir. Ugh. And now you will lie in it alone and in a prison cell and nothing that you say about anything else really matters at this point. It's the first time I've wanted to say hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. He's alone in jail. You are alone in jail. Oh, I hope someone has decided that they're married to him against his will. He might figure out what it feels like. (laughs) Uh, So I want to go into some of their practices. But first I want to just just visit FLDS style. I mean, men wear pretty much whatever they want, but mostly long-sleeved. They're not but, wearing shorts, though, are they? No, true. Long They're not sleeve, wearing long a lot legs. of denim. No. I've not seen a lot of denim. There's no Ed Hardy in the FLDS. There's no Von Dutch cat. No. <laughs> More's <laughs> the pity. But the ladies, 
these it's not contemporary i wouldn't describe it no they're wearing pastel prairie dresses as in little house on the prairie and Everyone's got the same goddamn hairstyle. I will say though, the other day I was trying to braid my hair and my uh, my hair and makeup lady was like, well, what kind of braid do you want? And I said, God damn it, just give me one of those Mormon braids. They are the pinnacle of braiding. But I like that this hair, like the prairie dresses are definitely from the 19th century. Yeah. But the hair, I think it's from like conservative 1986 bridesmaid. <laughs> It's from the 80s. Yeah. And not the 1880s, the 1980s. That's right. Yeah. Uh, And they're not allowed to wear any makeup or cut their hair or show their ankles. How do they come to that style? Did we know? Like, did somebody say, right, I'm going to, I am the stylist for the FLDS. I'm writing the, the manuscript. I'm writing the book. It's braids. I have a theory about that and it's based on absolutely nothing. Great. I think maybe Warren Jeffs, who's one of the few people that had access to the internet and television, maybe had a bit of a boner for Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman <laughs> and decided that all of his many wives should dress pretty much in that style. I mean, who didn't have a boner for Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman for starters? I literally saw an episode of that the other day and I was like, fucking Jane Seymour, you are a fucking babe. I'm sorry. That's right. And she's so knowledgeable. She's so knowledgeable. Oh, my God. How does she keep up with medical trends That's in the – it's in, not the outback, is it? No, it's like frontier on the, America. On the prairie. Yeah, the prairie. Right. So life in the compound. And it's kind of a compound. You've got this weird thing where there's ex-members and the Lost Boys, which is which are blokes who have been expelled – because they want to sort of live near their family and everything, they're still living in Short Creek. They're kind of next to each other, but so not communicating. And there's walls and and weird shit. And because the entire administration of Short Creek is run by the FLDS, there's there's you know dark windowed four wheel drives carrying you know, authorities that keep the peace driving around and making sure everyone's behaving, which just feels like Triple M Black Thunders to me. Um, And arguably more sinister force. That's right. That's right. No icy cold cans of Coke, though. Um, And you've got Warren Jeffs eating seafood and meat and everyone else eating rice and beans, pretty much. They were quite big with... Their businesses. They got money from a few sources. One is from tithing, so everyone does... They do go out into the community and work, but uh, there were businesses run by the FLDS, and a lot of it was child labour, really. Yeah, and they also had a lot of professionals who would be, you know, like they had lawyers that were part of the FLDS that were very, very skilled in the law who knew the ins and outs of how to prosecute whatever it is that they felt needed to be prosecuted. And they had, like, I think to myself, this compound, the yearning for Zion, I don't know if you guys have seen pictures, it's huge. Yes. It takes up money. And it's full of lots of pastel dresses. It's full of lots of pastel dresses. uh, And that takes money to build. You know, that doesn't come out of nowhere. So you're like, where is the money coming from? And these people were very... 
active in the community they weren't people that were entirely secluded like they knew how to defend themselves if they needed to legally yeah and they didn't talk to outsiders much they knew how to invest as well yes. in um in land and in property and because they had child labor they didn't like everyone was willing to do the work for free so they could undercut particularly in, in construction they were able to undercut any other local businesses they also got a lot of money pretty much illegally with fraud. They were actually prosecuted for food stamp fraud. So because the government only recognises one woman as the legal wife of a man, they the rest of the wives were considered single mothers. Right. So you've got one man married to, you know, 40 wives and all of them having children. But everyone except every one of those except one was considered a single mother so they could claim welfare and get food stamps and stuff so you're telling me that the government either the federal government or the state of utah and or arizona at this point was subsidizing the flds yes wow yes wow i did not know that oh uh, it's there's all... what what was the like did did no one at the like centrelink equivalent office go you know what Something's listen weird. to yourself did no one at the center at centerlink notice there's also the united effort plan which originally was this trust built so all the tithing uh went to the uep and also all the property owned uh was under this property trust that was also a way of the flds to completely control everything within short creek so if you got excommunicated you instantly lost your home you still ha- you had no rights to your own property right. or your own business because it was all held in this central trust and the government since has sort of wrested control of the UEP from the FLDS so now ex-members that did have homes there what's the UEP a UEP United Effort mm-hmm. plan they're now selling property back to ex-members at really low prices so that they can still live in the community and be near their family and not be kicked out of their homes. Right, right. So it's kind of, it was bad and then the government took it over and now it's sort of okay again. But also, bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Diplomatically. That's the very diplomatic way of putting it. Exactly. And that's the thing. They just, they built a whole system that prevented people from leaving and so you could actually physically just get up and leave like you could you could do it but your life was nine million times worse exactly Mm. so it was like a out of the frying pan into the fire type situation it's like fuck it i'm in the frying pan i'm just gonna stay in the frying pan yep it's like saying to someone you can leave your house but we're gonna punch you in the face every 15 minutes i mean i'm not gonna lie i could do with a good punch in the face every 15 minutes oh, no, no for eternity no. hourly maybe but the other thing is that with with these lost boys that we were talking about earlier they would they would say right you're out we mm. don't need you we don't want you whatever we don't like your jeers you're out and they would <laughs> just take them put them in a car and literally just dump them on the side of the road like shit they would absolutely do that like you're out you're on the side of the road i know this might be overdue we're like an hour in but that's really mean that is incredibly mean super mean that's like one of the meaner and there are a lot of mean they are mean girls they are mean but this is like and these are people that are like related to warren jeffs like some of his nephews had this happen okay everyone's kind of related to everyone i know that's a really 
sort of... That's correct. They are all technically related Stereotypical to joke to make, but... There's, oh, there's a gross thing called the law of Sarah. And this is this reminds me a lot. In Handmaid's Tale, there's the law of um, Rachel and Leah, which is the whole thing where if you can't bear children, then your handmaid will bear children for you. The law of Sarah, and it's sort of originally Joseph Smith from a story in the Bible with Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Basically, it's the law where a man can take a concubine to bear his child if his wife, his barren wife, gives permission. But that's been warped generally by um, men. Church of Latter-day by men. Uh, no woman is going to warp and that. Warren Jeffs has even warped it so far to mean, to loosely mean that your wives, your older wives should teach your newer wives how to please a man, how to be comfortable with nudity. Because when they're out in town, they're covered up completely. So they're not, they feel like nudity is bad. But he wants his wives to be intersex on this non-creaking bed. Um, so there's group sex sessions and a little bit like, you know, generally homosexual things are frowned on but in order to learn how to please their husbands a little bit of curiosity with women is fine and and girls teaching girls how to shave their pubes and reach orgasm is fine it's absolutely fucked yes because i mean if you want to get in a hot tub with a bunch of girls and shave your pubes mate all power to do it maybe shave your pubes before you get in the hot tub otherwise it's just pubes actually i would advise not to shave your pubes in the hot tub sure yes there are hygiene issues you put the bubbles on no it's it's a bad scene it's a bad scene but if that's what you want to do fine but when you are in an environment where that has been that is part of a coercive structure Mm. and you are obviously young and you've been taught to act sweet and you're 12 years old right like even if you're honestly you're 12 13 14 but even if you're 19 20 yeah yeah no no you're in this you're you are you're basically acting on the whim of warren jeffs who is an incredibly powerful man who is executing every desire who's basically executing everything his dick is telling him yeah like that's that's the situation that you're currently you should be allowed to discover sex sex and your own sexuality in your own time, in your own way. And, like, guaranteed, if mine and everyone's experience is anything to go by, it's still going to be a mucky, awkward business. But at least it's your own timeline. Okay. Yeah. There's some rules. And Warren put he put a ro- lot of rules in place after he was already in jail. And we're going to go through the whole jail thing in a sec. But I feel like... Wait, Warren is putting rules... From behind bars? Like, you are behind bars, bro. Chill out. He's on the phone all the time. He actually got in trouble for still running the cult from the phone. And he... Aren't you allowed just, like, one phone call a day? He ran up. I saw an interview with the um, guards. He... Because he can buy phone cards in jail. Some ex-members smuggle internet-connected phones into the communities with the hope that current members because they're all living side by side will read some things about the FLDS and leave because they don't believe that they're actually evil which mm-hmm. is bizarre his rules have just become so much stricter since he's been in jail because as I said I think he's well they're the rules of someone who is not in absolutely perfect mental health Brother, 
severe and undiagnosed mental health issues and they're not good when you're in charge of other people and people are willing to do what you say well one it's very difficult to be in charge of other people when you're behind bars he's found ways he's talking on the phone to his brothers and brothers-in-law and wives and sending coded messages and just being a nuisance (sighs) but some of his rules some are while he's been in jail others were already in place nobody's allowed to wear red Uh uh-huh and some of the people some of the women testifying against him in court actually wore red in court just to piss him up fuck you warren i want to buy those ladies a beer uh because something like jesus would return in red who knows uh jesus isn't gonna wear red like even i know that what not even contempo jesus no contempo jesus he's gonna what wear like teen jesus teen jesus might would he wear, wear red, a print fair. jesus <laughs> he I could wear a print. time for jesus to wear a print i think it's time for jesus to fucking come back oh. and just set some shit straight come man. on my favorite gif is that one of judge judge judy slamming the desk and then pointing at her watch slamming the desk that's what i'm doing <laughs> to jesus that's right a- now <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel about our <laughs> Lord and Saviour. That's just like, I, Jesus, you, I judge Judy dare you. I judge Judy dare you. Um, everyone's turned in their guns and tools. Uh, no holidays. No books. No dairy or oatmeal. No holidays. No holidays. What? It's not like they're Work- working nine to five Monday to Friday to have yeah. a goddamn holiday. No, it's a Dolly Parton cult. Jesus. Uh, no rock music. There's a surprise, Footloose. No rock music. Was there any stipulation of no rap music or was it just specifically no rock music? I'm going out, going out on a limb and Same. saying it's a blanket, no non-Christian music. What about Creed? What about <laughs> Creed, Jan? <laughs> There's homeschooling. From prison, Jeff's band, trampolines. Think of the poor trampolines and the children. Bicycles and all, just all children's toys. He banned all children's toys from bicycles. So they were there before Jeff's got into power. Because that would have yeah, been a relatively be nice place. To. And this vision of these piles of bicycles that are no longer in use in the FLDS. Okay. What was the issue? Oh, look, the issue was that he's... Crazy. Yes. <laughs> That's the issue. You're only allowed to clean house or turn on the tap with your right hand. Huh. I'm a le- are you right or left-handed? I'm right-handed, so that's fine for right. me. I was about to say, I wonder which hand he lets people masturbate with, but what I'm hand guessing is- none. <laughs> One of his most recent rules is nobody's allowed to eat corn. No one's allowed to eat corn on the cob. Well, I don't know if it's or, on the or, cob or, or not. loose Or loose corn or in loose the can. Corn. <sighs> corn is too loose. What is the problem with corn? I, um, I genuinely I want to know, know this. I don't know. Like, get over it. What did they eat? Do we know? Rice and beans. Okay, except for Warren who was eating seafood and stuff. So it's the fart cult. I think a lot of them are fart cults. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a, yeah, it's a bad situation if you've got 81 wives in the one bed and all you've been feeding them is rice and beans. It's not a good scene. (laughs) Look. They're putting in tampons and they're farting. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good scene. He's getting in trouble with the law, finally. So being investigated, 
um, because a lot of ex-members get the shits. They've been thrown out of their homes. Um, they've had their wives and children taken away from them. They can't go to the local shops because they don't have the password. It's fucked. It's interesting to note that Warren Jeffs has been accused of a whole lot of stuff, arrested for a whole lot of stuff, gone to court for a whole lot of stuff, but then let off. I mean, granted, he's now in prison for life, but there was some mistrial stuff because the jury were given the wrong instructions and there were some charges laid against him in Utah that he was let off for because they had bigger charges for him in texas this is a long from 2005 to 2016 there's been different court cases and arrests and indictments against and nothing stuck well until obviously yeah. when something did but other than that yeah. it's kind of in and out and so it's questionable been, yeah warren and some of the other higher church members have been done for bigamy for sexual assault for child sexual assault for child rape um for uh fraud and just a bunch of other stuff and finally thank christ Although probably not according to him. But in his big court case, which was uh, in Texas, so he was tried first in Utah, that didn't stick. And then in Texas, because there was this massive raid on the Texas compound and they found... Did you read about some of the stuff they found? Um, I had known about the guns. And the tapes. The tapes that he had recorded of the... Audio tapes of him having sex with... Yeah, so like the brother of the 12-year-old and I think a 14-year-old that he had sex with had to listen to these tapes in order to identify their sisters. And that, thank God, is when they actually decided to leave the church because they thought, okay, this isn't holy. This is just bad. I'm so glad that Warren was a prolific diarist. Because yeah. he just literally wrote everything down, including all of the shit things that were going on in his mind and all of the shit things that he'd done. He put it in writing. Yes. Which, like, part of me is like, fuck you, Warren. But the other part of me is like, yes, Warren. Because an ego please will get you in the end. Implicate yourself. And also with his ego, in the Texas trial, he... Oh, it was such a delay because he kept firing his his um, defense team, and then he went, "Screw it! I'll represent myself." Great. I love it when people represent themselves because I've seen Goodwill Hunting. He's the only one that can represent himself <laughs> in court. No one, whatever you think of lawyers, they study for a really long time. Yeah, it's hard to be a lawyer. And that's because they know what you're supposed to do. Warren Jeffs stayed silent a lot or he preached to them or read to them from the Book of Mormon, not the musical, the actual book. Damn, it would have been so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine just that court scene? Start spreading the news. We declare the defendant too entertaining for jail. (laughs) <laughs> I'm bummed it was from yes. the book and not the musical. Oh, Joseph Smith. Yeah. Um, and he would speak to them in his, you know, 
proper sort of archaic biblical language and kept claiming that he was just there as the result of religious persecution, Uh, which is kind of true because when your religion has principles like um, polygamy and having sex with children that are against the law. You're going to be persecuted. Then it is only because of your religion that you are being arrested yeah. and tried. Yeah. And I'm full, all for religious per- persecution in those circumstances. But also, what did he get convicted on? He got convicted on like one case, one particular case of child, underage child something. I think it was child sexual abuse for, so two counts, one had life and one had 20 years. One was, I think the life was for... Um, the 12-year-old on the tape. Sexual assault of a child under 14 years mm-hmm. and then 20 years for sexual assault of a child under 17 years. Um, but in perhaps not his greatest decision uh, when he was defending himself and the judge, Barbara Walther, wasn't a big fan of his, it's fair to say. She denied him multiple requests for more time to prepare and so at one point... Warren decided to curse her with a plague uh, and disease that would kill her soon. So he said that in court. And I just reckon if whether you go free or go to jail for the rest of your life depends on a particular judge, I just reckon don't Don't curse them them with the plague. (laughs) I'm a bit naive there. I don't know how courts work, but I just reckon that's a really tops idea. (gasps) Uh, and so this was before the trial had ended and she was the judge yeah, and Warren said he did it in as court. As part of his own defence. See, this is why you need a lawyer. That's Warren. why you need a lawyer. So you don't, <laughs> you don't like... You don't curse the judge with the plague. Curse them with the plague. <laughs> you learn that in the first year yes. of law school. I am just so happy that Warren did not get a lawyer. I'm so happy about this development. Oh, it mate. was right. It feels right. Oh, that's what I was going to say. He spent... While he's been in jail, he's spent up to $3,000 a month on phone cards. Okay, so here's my question. Yeah. Which jail slash warden is allowing someone to spend $3,000 a month using the public jail phone? I hope that's rhetorical and you're not asking me to just go to my admittedly encyclopedic (laughs) knowledge of the rules of US prisons. You know what I mean, though? But then, well... One, yes, that is a rhetorical question. But two, I would very much like to know like the specifics yes. of how that actually happened. Because if you're spending $3,000 a month on phone calls from jail, then you must be using that phone an excessive amount of he time. He is, though. And someone's got a ping to that. Like, I'm sure the other prisoners would be like, come on, like, Warren's used the phone like 10 times But week. look, if Orange is the New Black has taught me anything... And that is a very accurate depiction very of what accurate. happens in prison, by the way. Yeah, uh, A lot of... A lot of jails are run as economically as possible, and if you've got if you've got someone willing to spend three thousand dollars a month on phone cards, they're probably like, let him. That's them private owned prisons. That's them, the POPs. Probably. Uh, so he's in jail for the rest of his life, and even though his followers believe that Jesus will somehow melt the walls, or there will be an apocalypse that finally frees him from jail, I think he's probably going to stay there. Mm-hmm. He has been in trouble while he's been there for kind of running the cult since, but it only leaves us with some random facts. Random, random, random facts. I'm talking random facts. I'm talking random facts about cults and that. 
I saw a photo where the brickwork on the chimney of one of Jeff's houses spells out the words pray and obey. Yep, is really what you can say. Because <laughs> that's... Um, Warren Jeffs was a pra- See, this is, again, I just... I really have, have to, to come- say it in your chimney. Maybe but I, it's I, not worth saying. Well, that. And also, I come back to, like, the chimney bricklayer who was like, yeah, cool, I don't have a problem with this. You know what I mean? Like someone built okay, that the chimney. Ch- yeah, the chimney bricklayer might have been 13. Right. Yeah. Ah, okay. That settles that. Next fact. This is just a story, but apparently Warren Jeffs was so small when he was born and he was premature. His mother brought him home in a shoebox. That's probably not true, but I like it. Could be true. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the knees. Oh, uh, yeah, so this is a, f- a weird fact about Warren that it, since he's been in prison, apparently he has prayed so hard that he has developed these welts on his knees. Suck it, Warren. Yes. But Suck also, it, Warren. I partly, because of my whole thing that I hope he's been married against his will in jail. Yeah, sure, it was from praying, mate. Well, I mean, isn't that a weird thing, though? Because I kind of feel like, yeah, you know what, Warren, you better fucking pray, man. I hope you're spending your whole... I don't even believe in God, but I hope that you're praying to whatever God you believe in because ain't no amount of prayers going to fix this situation. And I think I feel quite free to say that it's not just an expression when I say suck a dick, Warren. I hope he's being made to suck many dicks in jail. (laughs) But just not many people deserve that. I'm a really nice person, except when it comes to people like Warren Jeffs. Just people like Warren Jeffs, yeah. Uh, Look, I don't wish him a delicate time in prison, put it that way. No. But I do hope that he stays in prison for the rest of his life because I actually think that what... And this is a guy, can I just say, who... And I had watched an interview with his daughter mm. who, according to her, was you know sexually abusing his daughter from and the was, age of eight. There was also... There's some stories that he was also sexually abusing his nephew and i his, haven't been able to find a lot on that i have found there. i i also watched a thing with his nephew who had come out and said that he had been sexually abused by warren jeffs as well when he was like around the age of five so this Ugh. i think this i really think this stretches beyond oh god told me that i'm allowed to have underage wives and it's it's just it is it is a person with you know um yeah it i mean for like this is going to be a very diplomatic way of saying this but just unacceptable sexual yeah. urges who just acted on all of them and created a society whereby he could just be the guy to do that i think so fuck that no. we all agree that warren jeff's sexual behavior is unacceptable <laughs> i think that's that really is the mild way of putting it yeah. <laughs> evolve beyond your own dick well, my final random fact, I was just having a wander around the internet mm-hmm. and I found the United Effort plan. Is that what I said it was? On the seemingly benign contact page. It's adorable. Um, this is how progressive the FLDS is. It says, contact us. It's got a little picture of a phone. It says phone and then it's got the phone number. And then it's got a little picture of a fax m- machine and it says fax coming soon (laughs) so they don't have a fax machine a fax number yet but any day now there's not that much more to say because the whole thing's 
a little bit distasteful and upsetting. Well, I will say that mm. the FLDS um, still does exist. Yes. And it exists kind of, I guess, proxy with Warren running it as a proxy via yes, jail and he has some, some evil bastard bishops in charge. But people are leaving in droves, which is good. And there's more government interest in the running of Short Creek and the administration of that and who owns things. But just, I reckon, don't. I'm also on the side of do not. Yeah. I would, I would love you to find the strength to leave and I thoroughly hope that you find those support networks on the other side that make mm. it possible for you to leave. Um, what can I say? I don't... I have no judgment of, of particularly the women and the children in that place. Yeah, no, because, of course not. Yeah, because it's like you're in, a rock, you're in between a rock and a hard place. You have zero power. Like you're so helpless and you're not connected to the outside world and you don't have a lot of agency and it's like girl whatever you choose to do may you be supported in that because it's it's going to be a difficult route yeah i say but we'll just say that showing our ankles and having sex with the people we like is awesome and jesus said that's fine i really i don't think he cares like that man hung out with like 12 dudes and uh hooker he's cool <laughs> yeah he's he doesn't give a fuck but also had the forethought to book a function room <laughs> oh supper you know so in closing i'd just like to say i went to a party at the county jail warren jeff was there and i hope he fails uh join a cult do not join a cult would be my hot tip that's a to that. really, really good tip. I actually, I if there's any message that you guys take away from all this, it is please, 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 don't join a cult. <sighs> Just don't. Just if you, if you're in between, if you're facing the decision of joining a cult and not joining a cult, just make the latter decision. Draw the line at book club. Don't join a cult. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, with a lot of help from Cheese. My co-host for this episode was Jan Fran, one of the best humans. Further reading and minimal lifestyle advice can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, who can draw a perfect circle freehand. Whoa. Cults. <laughs>